Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about seven ways to optimize your proposal. So first and foremost, when you're creating a proposal for people, don't talk about how great your company is. In fact, talk about what you're going to do for their company, right? It's not about you, you, you. It's about what they're going to get ultimately. And I think a lot of people when it comes to proposals, they'll talk about how great their company is, talk about case studies, list a bunch of company badges. Simply, if you just talk about, hey, if they're going to spend X and they're going to get Y, that's a lot more interesting than talking about, oh, who you've helped and what you've done. Talk about what you're going to do for them. That's number one. The second thing that I've noticed is with proposals, people end up sending them around within an organization. So you can't assume that the person who is a decision maker is going to read your proposal and talk to you over the phone. They may have to get approval. Like if you pitch um, someone I work with, let's say his name is Nemo. Nemo may have to get approval from me. I'm not going to be talking to you over the phone. Make sure you have case studies within the proposal. The proposal is really detailed and it flows. So that that way, if I've never talked to you, I clearly understand what I'm going to pay what I'm going to get, and also make sure that throughout it, you're showing screenshots and showing like where the business is messing up and what could be improved, estimated results or projections or timelines to get things done as well. By doing that, the upper management, you're going to be like, oh, cool, we pay X dollars and here's what we're specifically going to get. Number three, make sure that you're using or not make sure you can. Here's an option. What you should be doing is using a tool like Quiller, for example, that's spelled Q as in Quail, W-I-L-R. Quiller will let you make nice looking proposals and you can add certain, uh, you can customize it quite a bit. And nice thing about it is that you can add the ability to pay through Stripe or they can uh, automatically e-sign within there. You can also use BidSketch as well. I've been using BidSketch for a long time um, to make people uh, or allow people the ability to auto-sign. It's going to track them by their IP. It's going to show them how many times they viewed it. Um, things like that. And it's really helpful as well because when people look at the status, you can also push that status update to Slack and your salespeople can jump on it immediately. If somebody has looked at your proposal maybe a year ago and all of a sudden about, you know, uh, like an hour ago, they look at your proposal, that means they're probably interested again. So you should reach back out to them. Neil, what's number four? Number four is going to be learn from the people you don't close. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I closed X percent. I did a good job. People love my proposals. Well, not everyone loves it. I don't care even what tips I give you or Eric gives you. Your proposals are never going to be perfect for every business type. So for everyone who doesn't sign up, email them and saying, hey, uh, no worries that you didn't sign up. Uh, We'll love to just get on the phone, give you some free advice. And I would also like to ask you a question. If you don't mind me asking, why don't you go with us? No big issue on our end. I just would really love to learn so that way I can improve our proposals and the process 
So that way this doesn't happen again. And just getting feedback from people will teach you how to improve your proposal building process. People talk about conversion rate optimization all the time. Look at your proposal too. Is it just a Word document? Does it look templated? Um, people want something that's customized towards them. One thing that we we, we did get an interesting uh, we got interesting feedback about a couple months ago, and we were previously using BidSketch, which is like all text. You know, we we've used them for a couple of years, and the feedback we got was that this doesn't look like it's very customized. Uh, didn't look like you guys put a lot of thought into this. And from that point on, we decided we're going to customize our proposals. We decided to go, go to Quiller, and then we also added a lot of customized designs to it. And now when we put together our proposals, it does take more time, but it looks a lot better and it looks a lot more optimized and our conversion rate has gone up. The next one is don't send people a proposal right away or right when they want it. You get on the phone with someone, everyone's like, yeah, just I need help with X, Y, and Z and just send me a proposal. No, that's like a disaster waiting to happen. Unless you talk to them in detail and truly understand what they need and why they need it. Because a lot of times companies will come to you, at least with me, and they'll be like, oh, we need help with SEO. It's like, no, you don't need help with SEO. You want to grow your sales and your biggest issue isn't SEO. It's your landing pages are all messed up. Let's fix the flow first. People don't always know what's best for them. Sure, they may also want SEO and yeah, can they use it? Yes, but you got to give them what's going to impact their business or their bottom line right away or the quickest possible. So talk with them first, understand what they're looking for, pitch them on what you think is best for their business. Once you guys are all aligned and on the same page, then create the proposal. If you do that, you're much more likely to get someone to sign versus you have a phone call with someone for 20 minutes and then you send them a proposal. It's not fine-tuned enough. They didn't put in the time and energy to explain what they really want and why and what they need and going over. So then they're much less likely to actually sign it. Number seven, when you send them the proposal, don't just send them the proposal and, and let it sit there. You want to actually get on the phone with them. Get on the phone with them to close the deal. And you know when you're talking, you, you want to walk them through the proposal. You want to address any questions they have on the proposal. And if they're not ready to sign right there, guess what? Close them on the next meeting. Your op- your job is to not let it just go into go into idleness. You you have to continue to follow up. And your job is always to continue continue to close the next appointment, close the next appointment until you actually close the deal. That's when you finally want. And when you have the money actually in the bank, um, I remember Neil wrote something about this a long time ago. You don't really close the deal until the money's actually in your bank. So remember that. Um, but anyway, just make sure that you're closing the next appointment and you're going through the proposal with them and not just letting them read it on their own and just letting it um, go into oblivion. So that's it for this episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.